Okay, good evening, everyone. So there's a uh, famous line from Rav Hutner, Zetzal, that there are three uh, tithes that a Yid has, to be a shoin gedavent, shoin gebenched, and parv, that every Yid wants to be parv, that you could always uh, have ice cream and coffee. And this is a dilemma for many Jews, what to eat, what to drink. So today we're going to learn Simon Peites, in, Hilchus, in the Simon Peites, in Hilchus Basel B'chalav, we learn what everybody knows, that Shlelechel Gvina Achabasar, a person should not eat cheese after eating meat. We're going to see the source and uh, the different uh, discussions in the Paiskim. Some of the classic questions that come up, um, I remember sitting behind Rabbi Reisman in Tarvadas, and I would say once a month, a boy would come up from the dining room, one of the high school boys, and ask him and say, uh, you know, Rabbi Reisman, I tasted a little bit of the meatballs, it wasn't really good, and now I'm going, I want to go to the pizza store with my friends, and my fleshik. And um, typically he would tell him, you are fleshik, depending on what this person did. So we'll see what exactly the halach is. If you simply tasted some fleshiks and you change your mind mid-bite, um, do you have any, you know, are you are you still uh, parv? As our funder would say, parv, or are you fleshik and you cannot eat meat, uh, can't eat dairy for the next uh, six hours? You have questions of, you know, drinking a coffee. Uh, Shabbos afternoon, people looking at the clock. We'll talk about what if you have no clue? You wake up Shabbos afternoon and you have no clue when exactly you finish your Suda. What what should a person do? And of course, you have to ask yourself, what are we dealing with? Is this a question of a Daraisa, a question of a Darabanon? So since we've learned Pezayin together, we know the answer to this question. The halacha is, throughout Simon Pezayin, the only way Basar, the Chalav, is going to be an Isra Daraisa is if it's cooked together. The Torah says, Darach, Lesevashel Gedi Bachalevi Mai. So only Darach Bishol Asra Taira. There's only an Isser Daraisa if milk and meat were cooked together. So we're definitely not dealing with a halacha on a Daraisa level. Even if you ate milk and meat together, as long as it wasn't cooked together, even if it wasn't, even if it was cooked, it wasn't Darach Bishol, it's only Darabanon. So this is simply on the level of Minog slash Takana Darabanon. And as we could all tell, it's a gzera lgzera, meaning you have to wait a certain amount of time. We didn't discuss yet what this time is before eating milchiks, after eating fleshiks. This is not on the level of the deraisa, and it barely makes it on the level of a deraban. So we'll see how the Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah, uh, bring down this halacha. The source for this, just to go back, is the Mishnah. The Mishnah we saw last week, the Mishnah says, we had a machlekes beshame if you can have milk and meat on the table at the same time. and eat, But in that Mishnah, everyone agrees, you cannot eat it together. That's what the Mishnah says. One cannot eat milk and meat together, even if it wasn't cooked together. The Gemara comes along, and we have two different Gemaras. One Gemara tells us, again, I'm not going to go into the details of this Gemara, but from the uh, a synopsis of it is that we have one Gemara that says, the only way you could eat dairy after eating meat, or vice versa, is if you had netila sedaim and kinuach. You washed your hands and you, you uh, cleared out your mouth. We'll see next week what exactly this is. But you have to do something in between uh, basar and chalav. That's one Gemara. You have another Gemara. The Gemara later on, on Kofheim and Aleph says that a person who eats meat, achal basar, if you eat meat, asr lechel gvina. You cannot eat uh, cheese afterwards. And what exactly is the shear? So the Gemara says, towards the bottom, l'sudasa achrita achona. That uh, the Gemara there has an interesting story. That Ma'ukva said that regarding this matter of halacha, 
Compared to my father, I'm like vinegar. Compared to him, he was like wine. Because Dilo Abba, my father, when he ate meat today on Monday, he wouldn't eat cheese until the next day. I won't eat it by this Suda, but I'll eat it by the next Suda. And the question is which Gemara is accurate? The first Gemara says you have to wash your hands and clean out your, your mouth, and then that's called the separation between milk and meat. Yet, we have this Gemara, which sounds like you need to have Sudasa Achrita Achono, that he ate, he ate dairy at the next Suda. We didn't define what the next Suda is, but which one is it? Is it Kinuach Vaadacha, simply washing your hands, or is it waiting from Suda to Suda? And the, the way you learn this Gemara has tremendous uh, ramification and halacha regarding how long a person has to wait between fleishiks and milchitz. So, Taisvis on the spot quotes Rabbeinu Tam. Rabbeinu Tam says the following, really, kinuach va'adacha, washing your mouth uh, and, and wiping uh, wiping your hands, that works. That after eating fleishiks, they should give out uh, hand towels, you, wipe, you wash your hands, a little sorbet, you swallow it, and you could have your cheesecake for dessert by a fleishik suda. I, the Gemara says, that marukva would wait uh, that they would wait between uh, between two meals. You have to wait for the next meal. So he says one of two things. Either that's just a chumrah. The, the strict halacha is all you have to do is do kinuach va'adacha. You have to wash out your mouth. What did what Marukva did? That's a chumrah. And the whole Gemara is talking about chumrahs. His father waited a whole day. He waited from suda to suda. But for regular people who don't want to do these chumrahs, no problem. All you need is kinuach v'adacha. That is the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam. That's answer number one. His other answer is that maybe Marukva didn't wash his hands. And that's why he had to wait. But if you do kinuach v'adacha, maybe Marukva wouldn't wait either. But halacha l'maiser Rabbeinu Tam shita is, and this is Rabbeinu Tam that we pass in many times throughout the, the Ramah, quotes Rabbeinu Tam all over the place. Rabbeinu Tam's opinion is that all you need to do is kinuach v'adacha. You have to simply wash your mouth. Perhaps look at your hands, wash your hands, and that would work between fleishiks and melchiks. Does anybody do this? I'm not sure, right? Comes along the Rambam and all the other Rishonim, not all of them, but most other Rishonim, and they say, not so fast. Valach is like Marukva. You have to wait, bein suda lasuda. You have to wait from one meal to the next meal before eating melchiks. So, I, the Gemara says, all you need is kinuach v'adacha. Very simple. Kinuach v'adacha is discussing between melchiks and fleishiks. After eating cheese, all you need to do is do kinuach v'adacha. You wash out your mouth, then you can eat meat. But in the, in the uh, on, on the other on the other hand, when you ate meat first, then you have to wait misuda lasuda. So you have a fundamental machlekes how to understand the Gemara. Is the Gemara uh, is the ikra halacha like marukva that we have to wait misuda lasuda? What do you do with kinuach v'adacha? That's talking about milchik to fleishiks. Or no, as Rabbeinu Tam says. The Iker Halachas Kinuach Vaadacha. There's no difference, uh, Milchas and Fleishiks. Uh, all you need to do is wash your mouth, and then you're able to eat uh, the next the next meal. The uh, Fleishiks, you would not have to wait, being Suda Lusuda. So, the way to ask, the way to learn this question in Lambdas is the following. We know that on a Deraisa level, the only time you have Basar Bechalav is if it's cooked together. That the Torah only asserts Derech Bishal Asra Torah. So what exactly is this business of waiting between fleishiks and milchas? What are we doing here? You want to tell me, don't eat it at the same time, the Mishnah says, okay. And we learned last week 
Don't even have it on the same table. No problem. But what's this business of waiting six hours or, or misuda lasuda? What's going on here? So there are two ways to learn it. One way is we're learning that it's a, a din of, of, of a hacker. You simply have to have a hacker in mind in your, in your actions that I'm splitting up one suda from the next suda or I'm, I'm washing my hands to make sure that I know I'm washing my mouth to make sure I'm not eating at the same time. The concern is eating at the same time. That's how you will learn this uh, Rabbeinu Tam Shita. Additionally, just to give you one more Shita that holds like this, Toysfus, when he brings down, not Rabbeinu Tam, but he brings down Suda Achrina, he says Suda Achrina just means the next meal. Whenever you finished meal A and you start meal B, that's fine. Let's say you're by a smorgasbord. According to Toysfus, you could have flashes by the smorg. You take a break. You have a second meal by the main course. They could serve dairy, no problem. Waffle stations, eggs, cheese, no problem. According to Toysfus, because it's Suda Achrina, it's a second meal. That they're clearly learning that all you need to do is have a break. Whatever the break is, a break in your mouth, so wash out your mouth, or a break between the meals, that works. If you look in the Rambam, the Rambam says, what does it mean to have misuda lusuda? So the Rambam, at the end of Paraktes in Machalos Hasuris, he says that Misha Achabasar Betchila, if you eat meat, whether it's Basar Behima, whether it's Basar Aif, you cannot eat Chalav. The shear that it would take between one meal and the next meal, that's like six hours. Uh, that's, the, that's the amount of time you have to wait. Now, where do we get six hours from? That's based on the typical uh, time that would elapse between one meal and the next meal. The Gemara tells us that a suda of Tamachacham was during the sixth hour, and you could imagine they would go home in the evening to eat their dinner. That was their second suda. So, that's the amount, six hours. Now, what's shot? So he doesn't say because of a hacker. He says a halachic reason. There's going to be meat inside, stuck in one's teeth. It's not going to, to leave by simply having some sorbet. And therefore, since it takes six hours for that meat to, uh, to no longer be considered basar, according to the realm, you have to wait six hours. Now, this has nothing to do with a hacker. By Toysus or Rainotam, that was some type of hacker, some type of break between meal A and meal B. Ramam is saying there's a halachic reason that if you would be eating milchers within six hours, you're actually eating milchers and flesh together. Because if you put ice cream in your mouth and you still have a, a string of those uh, spear ribs in your teeth and you, eat it, you might eat it together, so that's an actual achila of basa b'chav. Now, it wouldn't, still wouldn't be a deraisa, it's not cooking in your mouth, but at least that's Basu B'chalav on the Dirabana level, we can understand why you have to wait six hours. Rashi says, uh, on the same note, Rashi agrees to this concept of six hours and waiting for a halachic reason. Rashi is not worried about the meat between your teeth, but he says a different reason. He says that Mishum de Basar Maitzi Shuman, meat has a very, has a fatty taste. It sticks around in your mouth. Umarech betamay, and it, it, uh, it, it hangs around for a long time, and therefore, the tam of basar that's in your the back of your throat and in your mouth, when you when you swallow milk, and within six hours you have basar bechalav going down, going down your uh, your esophagus. So, we have four different opinions, and we're going to sum it up with, with the following with, with the uh, previously stated hakira. Is this a pshat a halachic concept? We're concerned that you might end up eating milchas and fleishes, again, only on a Durabana level. That would be Rashi's shita and the Rambam, that either there's meat in your teeth, there's a taste in the back of your throat, and therefore uh, we have to wait six hours, 
Or do we say no? If you're not eating it now, there's no problem. But we still want to have some type of hacker. The same way last week we had a hacker between uh, Reuben and Shimon eating on the same table. They had to have a placemat or a pair of shoes, something on the table that would show there's a there's a there's a hacker not to eat basar and chalav together. So do we? We need some type of hacker. Hacker can either be by washing out your mouth that already shows I'm done with the meal, or you actually have to stop the meal and start a new meal, that would show that, uh, that you have a hecker between your basar and your chalav. Now, the Shulchan Aruch quotes the Rambam and Rashi, and the, and uh, that's what we pass in. We don't pass in like a Rinatam, we don't pass in like Taisvis. Again, this fits with the Klole Hayra, that the Shulchan Aruch goes with the Rambam and the Rush. He doesn't, he ignores the Balei Taisvis typically. So it fits. Let's look at the Shulchan Aruch. Some Petas, if Aleph, Ochav Basar, Afilu Shulchayev Aif, even if it's a Chay or Aif, it's only Basar on a Dirab on a level. La Yechok Vina Acharav, Ach Yisha Shei Shais, unless you wait six hours. Let's you still you waited six hours. Even after waiting six hours, you should if you find meat, you should remove it. You don't have to wait another six hours, just remove it. Now Someone choose for a tinok, he choose for a uh, child to soften the meat. he would have to wait uh, six hours. The Shach and Taz both bring down from the Torah that bring down Rashi's opinion as well, that we're concerned for both. The meat stuck between one's teeth, and the uh, the the strong taste of meat. You could theoretically think of an afkamina. The Torah brings down an afkamina that let's say you would uh, you would chew something without uh, without swallowing it. So it, it would theoretically it could get stuck in your teeth, but you wouldn't have that strong taste going down going you know going down your throat. There could be nafkaminas. Either way, we are machmer like both that if you chew meat or you swallow meat. Halacha is you have to wait, as the Shulchan Aruch says, Sheishois, you have to wait six hours prior to prior to eating prior to eating uh, milchiks. Okay. Fine, that's the Shulchan Aruch. Comes along the Ramah, and the Ramah says like this. We're still concerned that there's some meat residue, and therefore you have to wash your mouth before you eat cheese. Now, we saw the Shulchan Aruch holds very clearly like the Rambam, six hours. The Ramah says, hold on a second. You don't have to wait six hours. Rock me out immediately. If you remove the table, and you benched, it's mutter if you wash your mouth. Now, this is not like any shita. He, he's going, he's combining, a, he has a hybrid of Taisvis and Rabbi Nutam to have a Suda Achrina and to do Kinuach Vahadacha. So, according to the Ramah, first opinion of the Ramah is that we pass in like the Bali Taisvis. And this is classic Ramah. The Ramah is an Ashkenazi. He's going with the Bali Taisvis. That's the shita for the, from the Ashkenazim. You don't have to wait six hours. All you have to do is change Misuda Lasuda by benching. That would, that would work. Or, and and wash, wash out your mouth. However, he brings out Amina Kapashiv of Dinas Elu, Lahamtin Achar Achilas Habasar, Sha Achas. The Minog is to wait one hour. And then you would eat uh, cheese afterwards. That's fine. Now, where does one hour come from? We didn't see any sheet of this as an hour. Ramam says six hours. Taisu says right away, what's this business of one hour? So we'll get to it soon. I just want to finish the Ramah inside. However, 
you have to bench. If you don't bench in between, then waiting an hour is not going to work. That's considered one long suda, and it's not called misuda lasuda. Does have a kasuda acheres? If you bench, it's like another suda. The mutter lechol adivri makilim, and it's mutter to eat like uh, like like taisvus. Ava bloimer berchas hamazon lemahani am tanasha. It doesn't help to wait an hour. Vein chilakim himtin asha. Kaidi berchas hamazon or acherkach. It doesn't make a difference. You would not. Uh, uh, either way, you need benching and an hour. As he said before, if you find meat between your teeth, you would have to remove it prior to eating uh, prior to eating cheese. Now, let's say you're in the middle of a meal, a and you waited, you know, 45 minutes or whatever, but you still want dessert. You still want to eat, but it's milchiks, and you're going with the Ramaz opinion that all you need to do is wait an hour. So you think, oh, let's bench. We'll we'll uh, we'll say this is a uh, this is a break in the suda, and that will be called misuda suda. So there must as viesh armor those that say the ain levaria perchas hamaz and almanas lechogvina don't bench in order to now go eat cheese. Why? Because one of two things: either that's a bracha shein etzricha, all these brachas that you're going to make, especially the bracha achreina on this uh, cheesecake, you wouldn't have had to recite that bracha had you not benched. Now that you bench, you have to recite new brachas, you have to uh, bench again, so it's causing bracha she'en etzricha for no reason. But we're not makbun on this, and some say because you want to avoid eating basar and chalaf together, so that's not called a bracha she'en etzricha, that's fine. We find this in uh, a few places in Hilcha Shabbos, actually. One place is regarding mea brachas, there's a discussion in the Magen Avram, another place can, if you could uh, think of ways to start adding brachas to your day in order to get 100 brachas in Shabbos. Can you do a brachash in a tzricha? So let's say like eating a bunch of things before your meal, where if you would eat it during the suda, you would, you probably don't need to make a bracha rishayna, and for sure you wouldn't have to make a bracha achreina, but now that you ate it before the meal, like kiddush, people have a kiddush Shabbos morning, so you're causing brachash in a tzricha. Some would argue it is a tzarek, but let's say you're about to start a suda. You have challah on the table, you, you could start right now. Should you have crackers and herring beforehand? So... Some say yes, because now you're in, increasing the amount of brachas you should make, uh, you're making on Shabbos, and you'll be able to hit the mea brachas. As you know, on Shabbos, we only have seven brachas in Shemona Esrei, so you don't have your typical 19 brachas uh, times three throughout the day. Even though you have a musaf, doesn't have, you're, you're short many brachas, and therefore people look for ways, some him, whatever, to find, uh, to get 100 brachas. So that's one makar. Another makar is regarding Shabbos Shabbos. The place can discuss, let's say a person uh, had a very long meal, your Shabbos morning meal, or Every Pesach, Shechol B'Shabbos, your Shabbos day meal, you split it into two, so it works. There's a question if uh, if, if you should do that. So that's this topic. So the Ramah says, Don't do that because you're now causing Bracha Shein Etzricha. We're not Nizr on that. The Taz is bothered by, forget about Bracha Shein Etzricha. By simply benching just to eat cheesecake, that's not called Misuda Lasuda. That's not called Misuda Lasuda. You had your middle of one meal. You sat down for a meal. Where's the hacker? You made a hacker that I, I have another meal. Why by benching? You only bench to have milkshakes. That doesn't work. The Taz is not happy with that. However, the place can argue they bring a riot mamish from what we just mentioned by Hilcha Shalashadis that if benching doesn't create suda lasuda, then how by benching in the middle of your Shabbos morning meal and then washing again for Shalashadis, how are you yards to Shalashadis? It's one long meal. That's your second suda of Shabbos. So obviously by benching, whether you like it or not, that is, that 
creates a split in the meal that's called suda le suda. So, so to here by benching in the middle of uh, your meal, that already creates suda le suda. Fine. That's all regarding those that wait an hour. I believe Yidin from Holland and other parts in Europe, they wait an hour between Fleishiks and Milchiks. That's going with the first opinion, the second opinion brought down in the Ramah. The first opinion in the Ramah is Taisus, which is it's a hybrid. Taisus Rabbeinu Tam. That all you need is Kinuah Vadacha and Suda Lasuda. The second opinion is to wait one hour. The Yeshmedatik in the third sheet, Lahamtin Shei Shois Achar Achilas Basar Legvina. There are those that are medatic to do this. Vechein Nachon Lasos. And that's the way to do it. We should wait six hours between Fleishiks and Milchiks. That's the Shita of the Ramah. So many questions we could, we could we could get into. First of all, we didn't we didn't answer the question of where does an hour come from? What's what's an hour doing? What about the three hour minog? Many yakis have this practice of, of waiting three hours, and um, and we'll, we'll get into that. The Shochanar changed the words from what the Ramam said. So in the next 10, 15 minutes, we'll go through many of the halachas based on what we just saw in the Shochanar and the Ramah. So first things first. Where does the Ramah get, get an hour from? So two opinions. Opinion number one is that of the Gra. The Gra says he's quoting a Zayar. The Zayar says that a person should not eat uh, meat and milk in the same meal. If you look in the, in the Gra, Ois Vav, the Choman, the Achel, Hai Michla, Kechada, Ivishata, Chada, Ivishuda, Chata, Vechule, not good things. In Pasha Mishpatim, the Zayar says that if you eat uh, milk and flesh in the same meal, uh, in the same, sorry, in the same uh, eating or the same hour, same suda, you have problems. By the way, we're, we'll see this next week. That's the reason why many have a minog not to uh, to wait an hour between milchiks and fleishiks. The Gemara says you don't have to wait, but the Zayar says don't eat it in the same shah, in the same mo- moment. So perhaps that's the original minog to wait an hour that those in Holland used to do. The crazy place he says something else. He says it's not based on the Zayar. It's not the Ramaz, uh, it's not the Ramaz type to quote from the Zayar. And therefore the crazy place he says it's based on sheer equal. Shiriko, what does that have to do with anything? So perhaps, again, we have either the concern of a hacker, which would work suda suda or kinuach, just to pause, or there's some halachic reason that we want you to not have milk and meat going down your throat, or maybe in your stomach, I don't know. So the crazy place he says, shiriko, in hilchas birchas hamazen, let's say a person, uh, you ate a meal, and you start reading a magazine on the couch, and you want to know, when can I still bench? So halacha is, you definitely have seven, up to 72 minutes to bench. You might have longer than that if you still feel, if you still feel full. You could uh, bench even two, three hours after eating the hamaitzi. But let's say you don't feel full anymore. You still have up to 72 minutes. That's called shir eko. You're still getting the hana. So that 72 minutes is similar to an hour. Maybe the Ramah says the minig is based on shir eko, and therefore an hour suffices that the, that the meat is no longer in your throat. Uh, in your esophagus, it's gone, and that's that's the maximum you'd have to wait. That's the crazy place he's understanding of this hour business. Now, this comes up. The Chassam Seifer had a, had a famous shita. It's, it's debatable if he actually acted, if he actually did this, but he said that if you sleep, uh, that speeds up the six hours. So, uh, so perhaps it's based on the crazy place that sheer equal is is part of this uh, whole business of of uh, of how long things uh, takes for things to leave your the taste to leave your mouth the meat between your teeth and perhaps sleeping uh, speeds up the process 
the so in the in the Chassam Sofer's diary, I believe I didn't see this today, but in my notes, the Chassam Sofer's diary it says that he actually did this. He would actually drink uh, coffee in the morning after eating a, a late fleshik suda. The Chubas van Hagas Rav Sturmuch, he has a whole piece on on a few of these practices. He says that no, the story is that he had a coffee in the morning. And before he got to drink it, it spilled. And he said, Oy bazoy, it must be that uh, I should not be relying on this. And he waited the full, the full six hours. We'll get back to this. There's a, there's a famous practice of the Shev Chaim, the Klezemig Rebbe. Perhaps uh, he relied on the Chassam Sefer. We'll get back to this in a few minutes. So that's where this hour, uh, the hour business comes from. And Halach so we do not rely on it, as the, unless you're from Holland or uh, other European countries where they, their, their communities that they used to wait an hour, if that's your minog, so you could keep that minog. But for everyone else, the Ramah says, V'yish medak tegim lahamtin, she'ishois, and v'chinoch and lasois, and the Shach says, anyone who has a reach taira should wait six hours, and that's the standard minog. So I just want to give a kitzur shulchan arach, just a few a few halachas, a few quick halachas on this. So for Svardim, it's an open and shut case, you have to wait six hours. For Ashkenazim, so... If you go back in time, if you ignore the Ramah, you have Toysus and Rabbeinu Tam. That all you have to do is do a heker, either silika hashulchan, remove the, the table, have a new meal, or kinuach v'adacha. The Ramah combines it. They need both. Then he says the minute to wait an hour, and finally the minute of waiting six hours. What about yekis? Your, your yeki friend, he waits three hours. Where does that come from? So the truth is, there's nothing clear. You're not going to find a clear makar for what the yekis do. So many, many pais can say that a yaki should change his minog. He should not wait three hours. He should wait six hours. As the Ramah says, v'chein nachoin lasois, the shach says everyone should do it. And there are many pais that say a yaki should change his minog. But uh, what do the yakis rely on? So first of all, there is a Rabbeinu Yerucham that some people quote, but it, it, it happens to be a misquote. It's a, it's a printing error that he does say three hours. Uh, another makar for what the yakis do is, uh, I'm sorry, he doesn't say three hours. He says, uh, he says six hours. They it looks like he says three hours. It's a printing mistake, and they've they've shown that he doesn't mean it. Another makar is the prechadish. The prechadish says that if you look in the Rambam, he says to wait like six hours. What does it mean like six hours? So as mentioned, what you have to do is wait misuda lasuda. So they used to have two meals a day. When Ravelsky gave Shira on Simon Petas, he told us that you see a tamar chacham has a has a specific time. Suda's tamar chacham is at uh, is six hours into the day. That means a tamar chacham shouldn't be eating all day. There are times to eat. Suda's tamar chacham is a, is a specific time. You sit down for lunch like a mensch. Don't uh, you know wash in the morning and bench at night and eat throughout the day. Go, you know just guzzle throughout the day. So you have these uh, you have these specific times. They would eat in uh, six hours into the day, and then they would then they would eat again in the evening. But the prechader says you think they would wait. Let's say in the summer they'd wait until nine o'clock to eat. No, they would eat whenever it got dark. So in the winter time. They would eat, let's say, four hours after their first suda. He says, like three, four hours. They would eat, and uh, and that's a makar. The dakechuva brings down the dakechuva brings down. That would be a makar for those yakish uh, minhagim. That since we see that three hours suffices as suda lasuda in the summer in the in the winter time, so the body doesn't change in the summer. So perhaps even in the summertime, three hours would suffice. That's what the Dr. Shuva says, a, a, a makar for the yakis. At the end of the day, the, the reason why a yaki would not need to change their minog, as, as Rav Shavai says in Chelek Aleph Simen Ben Beis, he says that 
the reason why I wait six hours is based on a minog. The minog is to wait six hours, even though halachically Ashkenazim should really follow Tysus and Rabbeinu Tam, or at the very least follow the first opinion of the Ramah, they have to wait an hour. So we could say the Yekis never accepted this minog of waiting six hours. So where do they have three hours from? Who knows? But they never accepted six hours. So to tell them that they have to change for six hours, they really can rely on Tysus and Rabbeinu Tam to just wait a few minutes, you know, Nisuda Lasuda or Kinuach Vadacha, or the one hour, which is a clear sheet of the Ramah, brings out an hour based on the Zaya or Shaiko. And therefore, halachically, there's what to rely on that a Yaki would not have to change uh, uh, his 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 minog, and that is the uh, that's the uh, that's the uh, what, what they rely on. Again, many many yeshivas push that the yaki should change the minog, but there is uh, there, as as we mentioned, there's yesh ama lismoch. Okay, if you look in the Rambam, he said kimoy sheishais like six hours. Yet the Shulchan Aruch says sheishais six hours. So there's a famous psak in a BMG They serve uh, milchik dinner. Within six hours of serving fleshiks, it's based on Rav Aaron Cutler. Rav Aaron Cutler said this is based on, I think, Rav Chaim, maybe even the Beis Halevi. What, from the from the Brisker family, they would say, look in the Rambam, he says, it's like six hours, and it's not uh, not exactly six hours. And therefore, even within into the sixth hour, one could rely that, that you're fine, you're allowed to eat milchiks as long as you waited five hours. Now, there are various, there are variations of this uh, memra. Some say five and a half, that's quoted B'Shem uh, Rabbi Yashiv, five and a half, not just five in a minute. Uh, some, some say Kuraline, just five in one minute, that works. Halacha uh, Lamaisa, the Sephardish Shepoiskim were very against this for the most part. The Akut Yosef, from Avad Yosef's son, he says only if you're in a yeshiva, like BMG, and they're not going, you're, not, you're going to miss a dinner, then you can rely on Chamesh Vechetzi. Um, I believe, yeah, so I saw it quoted between the Chef Chaim that he would have fleshiks very late Friday night. They say he used to eat liver at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, and the next morning he was drinking a coffee with milchiks. So the way it's brought down, he would laugh at those that said, you have to wait mamish six hours. What, yeah, he said, Chazal said you have to wait six hours to do that. No, Kemoy Sheishois. Now, I believe he's relying on the Chassam Soifer as well. The Chassam Soifer said sleeping works. So let's assume, he, I don't know if he slept at all, but if he slept, he probably slept between 3 in the morning and uh, 7 o'clock, uh, 7 a.m. coffee. So if he slept, so you have two things. You have Kemoy Sheishois, again, probably within the sixth hour, and the fact that you have the Chassam Soifer to rely on that, uh, that sleeping works. Halach Lamaisa, a person should follow uh, their minog. Can someone change the minog? So Rabbi said that in the name of Rabbi Gedalia Shor, that no, if if uh, you grew up waiting six hours, if that's what your yeshiva did, that's what your family did, that that's the minog. The minog is to wait six hours. You can have a nice diuk, Reb Chaim and the Rambam, but a person should still wait six hours. Others argue, like uh, in BMG, and uh, a person it really it really depends on who you ask. If a person should, uh, you know could wait, could, uh, could only wait uh, five and a half and not and not waiting the full six hours. Just a few other coolers. Now that we mentioned. That this is simply a yesh medaktigim and vechei nachon laasos. So the Chassam Soifer says, let's say you have a chayla, someone who's not who's not feeling well. An example the person gives is, let's say a person has bad acid reflux and they want to drink milk. So just by the way, don't drink full fat milk. It's not going to really help you. Um, milk is actually an uh, an acid. So how does it help? So milk has this um, this natural ability to be like an equalizer on the acid. It, it, it takes it, it still remains an acid, but it's a much more, um, it raises it, so it's not uh, it's not a total acid. Interesting way milk is. Um, but either way, let's say you want to drink your skim milk 
after you have harpoon from the Cholent or from the uh, Friday night Oinig, you had too much uh, too much kishka or whatever, and you want to drink milk. So the Chassam Seifer says, again, it, it depends how much tzar a person is, but if you're considered a chayla, even a chaylish imbasakana, someone who's a chayla, so then you could drink uh, drink milk to alleviate that, that heartburn or that acid. Other person can say, let's say, uh, uh, muberes or menekes, if she feels weak, uh, so she could have milchiks if that's what she would eat, and she needs to eat something so she could have milchiks uh, after eating fleshiks, but they say at least wait an hour. At least an hour because of the zayar and... Uh, opinion found in the, in the Ramah, they should at least wait an hour, but once they waited an hour, a chayla, a minekes, a, uh, a mubaris, they would be able to uh, to be mekel and have milchiks. Some parts can say, let's say katanim, let's say a katan. So when exactly are they chayiv in keeping this halacha and simen petas of separating between fleshiks and milchiks? So in general, a katan, we always we always uh, start the mitzvah of chinuch when they understand what's going on. I just spoke about hilchas uh, matzah. So the, the Ramah says, that we know we, we, the Yushami says not to eat matzah on Erev Pesach. So the question is when, so could a katan eat matzah on Erev Pesach? Very often that's the only thing you could feed them. So the Ramah says if they understand what Sipur Yetzirah Mitzrayim is, so then already they cannot eat matzah on Erev Pesach because that's called the understand, understanding the mitzvah. So the same thing over here. When a katan understands that we have to separate between Fleshiks and milchiks, that would already be a time where they uh, where they should the, the parents would have a chiv to be mechanech their children. However, over here, six hours could be a long time. So some places can say the same way when it comes to eating in Hilchas Kiddush. The Magen Avram famously says that that Ketanim could eat before Kiddush, even though uh, parents have a chiv of chinuch. We're talking about eleven year olds, perhaps. So anything that they're going, that's just a zman issue. The food is not is sir, you're not giving them treif. It's just that they can't eat. Until after Kiddush. So for Ketanim, if that's part of their growth, you could be Mekel. So too here, when it comes to Fleshiks, uh, between Fleshiks, Fleshiks and Milchiks, so the Pais can recommend uh, progressing, starting with, you know, an hour or a half hour, and then finally building up that they wait six hours. But I would point out the same way I, I mentioned by, by Matzah, let's say you have a child, child who struggles with their nutrition or they're unhealthy, and they need whenever they want to eat, you'll give them food. So, halachically, let's say Arab Pesach, you don't know what to feed them. The, the best thing that you could feed them is a matzah and cream cheese sandwich. So, for katanim, for makol, this halacha is found in um, in halachas of the nine days. Of Shmuel Kamenetsky says this would apply even to kidneys. Let's say you have a uh, nine-year-old child who, uh, well, let's say eight-year-old, an eight-year-old child. Who, who eats rice every night, and that's what they eat. And on, on Pesach, they're making a whole fuss. They want to eat rice, and you know, if you don't give them rice, they're going to go hungry. They're going they're going to bed hungry. So Shmuel says. So Kinnias is only a minog, and anything that's for the for the growth of the child, we could be mekel. So this would apply to fleshiks and milchiks as well. Rabbi says. Uh, so many of the Sephardim can say, say this as well. When it comes to chocolates or sweets, then yeah, then you should start being makbed. But when it comes to, let's say, yogurts or other things that you want them to drink, a chocolate milk or a pro, whatever, whatever you're feeding your children, so then you could be mako, obviously wash out their mouth and have some break, but that would be fine uh, when it comes to katanim. One more uh, shayla on the one-hour business, and that is regarding regarding uh, if someone made a bracha, just an interesting shayla in halacha, let's say someone made a bracha on their ice cream and they realized that they are fleshiks. So, the, the way the Pisces recommend is that if it's an hour after eating fleshiks, so then it's not a shayla. A person could dig into the ice cream. You're already waiting an hour, so you don't have to finish it. You have a little bit of ice cream to be yoytze the bracha rishayna, and then 
you do not need to uh, you don't have to get into a bracha batala issue. But, uh, but within the first hour, that's already a discussion in the Paiskim, which one's worse. So we'll leave it for a different time. One more interesting shaila which comes up, and that is regarding suffolk brachas. Let's say a person, uh, sorry, a, su- a suffolk. You wake up Shabbos afternoon, and you have no clue what time you finished your chalant. By the way, the halacha is we go by when you finished eating meat. We don't care about the, when the suda ended. So let's say you finished uh, your, your, the last piece of meat you ate at uh, 12.05, so 6.05. If you wait for the full six hours, you're milchas. Let's say you don't know. You're in the middle of schmoozing. There was all types of chalants and meat. You have no clue when exactly you finished your suda. So we should, on one end, you would say, Suffolk to Rabbanu Lakula. As long as there's a legitimate chance that six hours have passed, Suffolk to Rabbanu Lakula. On the other hand, this is known as a Dover Shiesh Lematirin. Now, Lacha is, let's say you have an egg that was born on Yantif. Or you're not sure if it was born on Yantif. You, you check the nest Yantif morning and you see an egg. If it was born on Yantif, Allah is, it's Muksa, right? The first few daf in, in, uh, in Septus Beya. Talk about an egg. So, Halacha is, I, why don't we say Safek Dirabanan Lukula? Muksa is only Dirabanan. I should be able to eat the egg. Halacha is, it's called a Dabr Shishamatirin. And the way Rashi explains that since if you'd wait until after Yantif, it would be Mutter. Why get yourself involved in an Isser if you can wait until after Yantif? And that applies even by a regular Suffolk to Rabbanan. If it's a Dabr Shiyesh Lematirin, if it'll be Mutter soon, at some point. So then we say, Asha Techlana Be Isser, Techlana Beheter. So Lechaira, this ice cream in front of you, uh, why should you eat it and rely on Suffolk to Rabbanan Lakula? Wait, wait the full six hours. You know for sure you didn't eat past two o'clock, so wait until eight o'clock and then eat your ice cream. However, the Daki Tshuva brings a famous psak of the Tzlach, the Noi Behuda. The Noi Behuda says the following. Let's say you have a uh, something, you have an item that's muksa. Let's say you have a chair or something that might be muksa. You might have left uh, candles on the chair or uh, whatever. You have any shaila of muksa. But this item has a shtamshus. It has use. You can use it now or you can use it later. The classic uh, shaila people always talk about from Rav Zilverstein is there was once a chasnakala and they left, uh, they didn't have a place to light their candles by, by the Shavashir brachas, and they lit it on a chair. Friday night, they lit the candles on the chair, and everyone comes back Shabbos morning, and all the chairs are stacked, and they don't know which chair had the Shabbos candles Friday night. So let's assume they had access to the chair, it was their chair. So halacha is, they can make it a buses, and if it was muksa Friday night, it's muksa for the entire Shabbos. So the chair is muksa. Now, there's only one chair that's muksa. You have a hundred chairs. Halacha is, when it comes to bittel, a davr shiyesh since it'd be mutter after Shabbos, it's not bottle. Safek doesn't work, bittel doesn't work. So l'chayra, every single cheer in that stack of cheers should be muksa. That's the Shiler Rav Zilberstein asks. So, Rabbi Reisman jokes that in some places they would sit down, eat, and then think about it later. In some places they would actually hack about it. They would, they would discuss, can we sit down or should we just stand the whole meal? So, the, 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 the tzlach, says in this case, again, he wasn't talking about this case, he says the whole isser of Dabr Shiyesh is only when you have only one opportunity to eat this. You have an egg. You're looking at this egg. Should I eat it now? If I eat it now, maybe it's muksa. It might have been born on Yontif. I could just eat it later. So when I have one egg, we say, You only have one option when to use it. You might as well use it later. But when I have a cheer... Using it later doesn't take doesn't doesn't help me now. It's not like I have one use. I have, I can use it many times. There's no concept of asher techlena beisser yechlena Instead of using the chair when it's usher, use it when it's mutter. I use it when it's mutter also. 
I want to know, can I use it now? So the Nathan says in that case, we do not say it's a diversification material. Diversification material is only when something will get consumed. Like a like like a uh, like an egg. An egg, you have one option, one chance. If you consume it now, it's over, so you might as well wait to consume it at a proper time. But things that are hishtamshus use, there's no there's no uh isser of diversification material, and therefore the uh, Zilberstein would say by the Shema Brachas, all the chairs are fine. So comes on the Daki Tshuva, he says the same thing should apply to Basim Chalav. You can't tell me, oh, don't be, don't, don't eat milchiks now, you can eat milchiks later. I can eat milchiks later and eat milchiks now. That should be like Hishtamshus, the same way uh, by the chairs, I can use the chair now, I can use the chair later, I can be milchiks now and I can be milchiks later. However, the Babi HaShulchan on Five Akon says, what are you talking about? When you're looking at this ice cream in front of you, you only have one of this specific ice cream in front of you. So that's like an egg. And therefore the Babi HaShulchan says that if you're Mesupik, if you're Fleshiks, you should not be able to eat Milchiks. However, he concludes, hold on a second. We have another Heter, and we'll conclude with this. We learned, when we started this year, we learned that Toysvis and Rabbeinu Tam say, all you need is Kinuach V'adacha. All you need is Misuda L'suda. Yeah, the Ramah is Machmer, and he brings down other Paiskim. But that's a Suffolk we Paskin like. So this case should be a sfax sveka, suffix, if I'm fleshig, suffix if I'm not. And even if I'm fleshig, suffix that six hours have passed. I don't know when I finished. Maybe I finished at 1.15 and it's 7.30 now. So maybe six hours have passed. So therefore it's a sfax sveka, even though it's davershesh matirin. He says, it might not be a davershesh matirin. You have sfax sveka on the rabbanon. And therefore, halacha lamaisa, either you go with the daki tshuva or the bali ashochan. Halacha lamaisa, this is how I would paskin. If someone is not sure when they finished eating fleshigs, and there's a legitimate chance that six hours have passed, halach is, they, uh, they would indeed be allowed to eat milchiks. Additionally, you can rely on Ravon Cutler within the sixth hour. So definitely, there's definitely room to be, to be, uh, to be mekel. And that's how, that's how I would pass him. Okay, Mertesham, next week we'll get into, deeper into Simon Peites. We'll talk about eating cheese. How long do you have to wait? We'll talk about aged cheese. We'll also talk about a classic shayla of french fries. You have french fries that were fried in a fleshic deep fryer. So you have to wait six hours. Then we'll talk about uh, bread. Bread left over from a milchik suda. Can you serve by a fleshik suda? There's actually a Pesach connection to that. Yeah, you, many homes, they have the big matzah bucket for the whole Pesach. So that's a classic uh, application of this, where you have people put their hands in to get matzah during the seder, during the fleshik meal. Now they're using it for cream cheese. Is that is that okay? So Mertz Hashem will discuss that next week. Okay. So that's-